WHOV 88.1 FM welcomes you to the pastor's study. The pastor's study in any church is a place where the pastor can go to collect his thoughts, study God's word, and develop ideas and thoughts on what direction the church needs to take. The pastor's study is where research is done on various topics. Missions are brought to the forefront and salvation is formed. The pastor's study on WHOV is a talk show that allows you, the listener, to come inside and to find out more about the ministers in the area and the good works they are doing across the region, the nation, and the world. Hosted by Pastor Kevin Swan of Ivy Baptist Church in Newport News, the pastor study is now open to the public. So come on in and find out what plans God has for his shepherds and his people. Listen, Eden is kingdom, and Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear ya, let me hear ya. Put your hands together like this. Come on. made a spirit, it was his plan, that we the blessed, the tempter came, we were distracted, the tempter came, and we fell, we were deemed to live a life that's beautiful, a life that's full, a life that's rich and beautiful. And that's what we're doing here on WHOV 88.1 FM. We're living on top of the world. Pastor Kevin Swan of Ivy Baptist Church, Pastor Ray Johnson of Calvary Revival Church Peninsula. We're live in studio here on the beautiful campus of Hampton University. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to listen to this broadcast. If you're listening to it for the very first time, this is a show that is designed to talk about relevant topics and information from a biblical perspective. We invite call-ins to share in your experience. And uh, it's just one big conversation that we have on the air. And uh, even though we're in the studio and you're listening wherever you are, we just all join in and talk about something that's important to, to all of us. So there's no topic that is not discussed. And uh, we try to cover it all. So first let me say hello to Pastor Raymond Johnson. Pastor, how are you doing today? It's good to be with you, sir, as always. Good to be in the house with you. And uh, I'm glad we have switched to the NBA season since the skins have, you know, what they do. Yeah, you got something to look forward to. Yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) you got a big conference coming up this weekend. Why don't you share with us what's going on? Yes, we've got a big conference coming up this weekend. It's called the the, uh, Peninsula Family Life Symposium. Every year we try to do uh, several things that will impact and improve the family. This year our theme is, uh, is, is centered around faith, family, and finance. 
uh, Faith Family Fitness and Finance, I should say. And uh, we want to talk about a vision for families, and so we have several vendors that will be there with us, a faith panel that will talk about how important his faith is in terms of impacting the family. And then we'll have uh, a fitness and a finance panel all together in one session uh, talking about how we can eat better, take care of ourselves better, and uh, how uh, many of us uh, can leave some of the fried foods alone. Lord have mercy. I know. I, it's hurting me right now. You know, I, I figure I need to represent and kind of uh, take the lead role in that and kind of uh, bake it and saute it a little bit and, and uh, be a little bit more healthy. And then we're going to talk about finance in particular. We have several vendors uh, that will be with us from RBC Centura, SunTrust Bank, uh, Wachovia. Uh, we'll also have uh, uh, several persons that will talk about how to repair your credit. Uh, estate planning information, uh, how to purchase a home, all of those kind of things will all take place. And then I'm particularly excited about our lunchtime speaker, uh, Dr. Linda uh, Malone Cologne, right here from Hampton University, will be with us and talking about the state of the family in regards to marriage. And so we're going to have a good time throughout the whole weekend. Everything is free. And uh, Pastor Swan, I don't know where you can get a decent-sized lunch um, that serves you well with great information for just $10. So the, the panel themselves and participating in viewing the vendors is all free. Uh, but the luncheon does cost $10 to hear the information from Dr. Cologne. Uh, but we're going to have a great time. And uh, we look forward to everyone coming out. This is a community event, not just for uh, the Calvary Revival Churches or uh, Calvary Revival Church Peninsula, but it's it's designed to serve the peninsula. And so all everyone is welcome to come. Uh, doors will open as early as 9 a.m. And I encourage persons to come to take a, to have a chance to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with many of the vendors that will be there. And the vendors will be there all day long uh, to take information and give information as well. Very good. And so for more information, if somebody wants to call or look at you online, email, uh, Internet, give all that information. Well, out, they can look us up online at www.crcpeninsula.org. That's crcpeninsula.org. You can call us at 757-245-1747. You can email us at life at crcpeninsula.org, or you can email us at events at crcpeninsula.org. And that is for the Peninsula Family Symposium happening this weekend from 10 until 2. Doors open at 9 for vendors. And vendors will stay back a little bit later until about 3 o'clock just taking applications and information uh, to help you in the areas of faith, family, fitness, and finance. And it's going to be at your church. And what's the church. address for 119 29th Street. We are right on 29th Street in between Washington and West Avenue, two blocks from City Hall in Newport News. Very good. So you can't miss us. Come on out and be blessed. And uh, you know you can get a lot of good information there and uh, things that will help you as you... Uh, you know, you made those New Year's resolutions, and so hopefully those uh, things that you pledged to do in this year, you can get information from this symposium that will help you to accomplish your goals. And so, uh, once again, uh, the Family Symposium this weekend, Saturday, all the events are free. The luncheon is just $10, and uh, it is open to the public. So we do pray for you and for the success of that symposium. Absolutely, and I'm particularly the faith panel is going to be exciting. Uh, yours truly will be there, and also we'll have uh, Dr. O'Brien uh, right here from Hampton University will be there. Antipas Harris from Regent University uh, will be there. Uh, Pastor Swan of Ivy Baptist will be there. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, Tracy Bowers uh, from uh, West Hampton Baptist Church. Dale Seeley, First Baptist Church, Newport News. And that faith panel is going to be extremely diverse and uh, interested in hearing different faith perspectives in regards to the improvement of the family so it's going to be a good time i'm excited absolutely and so we look forward to it man yeah all right yeah. and so uh we're going to jump in uh we have with us two weeks ago we had we introduced 
my friend, and um, he came on the show. He's a Bruin. He is a Bethel Bruin. We, we don't hold that against him, though. <laughs> and uh, he came on the show, and he talked about uh, fitness, and he talked about the importance of cleansers and all those kinds of things. He is the store manager of GNC in Military Circle, and he is back with us to talk again. He's going to be a regular on our show to talk about fitness and good health, nutrition, how to work out properly. And uh, it's none other than Jerry Good, who is back with us, certified fitness trainer, uh, has his own company, Body by JG. Uh, he does it all in the areas of fitness. And uh, because what we want to do uh, is a couple of things. We want to educate our community uh, about the dangers of our health, um, uh, our people. Uh, are disproportionately higher as it relates to cancer, as it relates to diabetes, as it relates to obesity. Uh, even in our country, there are many more teens that are suffering from obesity than ever before. Juvenile diabetes is skyrocketing. All of this because really, really and truly, our kids aren't playing as much as they used to. You know, it used to be a time, Pastor Johnson, where when you went home, you did your homework, and then your parents told you, you need to go outside. And don't come back inside until the lights are on. Mm -hmm. uh, you need to go play. You need to go do something, get some exercise. Well, nowadays, kids stay inside, and they play PlayStation, PlayStation, and Xbox. Xbox. And we sitting on the couch, on the couch, and not getting enough exercise. Get and, up, get out, and get something. And then they're not eating properly. So you have a double whammy there that's causing yeah. a lot of health-related challenges yeah. in our country. So Jerry is here. And uh, whenever Jerry comes, he brings gifts with him. So we like when Jerry comes. But uh, Jerry is also, and I, and I wanted him to come on because he's also my personal trainer. And uh, Pastor Johnson, he wore me out this morning. I'm going to tell you, my, my. he wore me out this morning. But but anyway, Jerry, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Um, I like to say uh, thank you, Pastor Swan. It's a humbling experience. And I just want to be a blessing to each and individual who's listening on the air today. Well, I know you will be a blessing. Uh, you know, you came on last time, and, and the phone lines were, were off the off the hook, man. We were trying to get as many people on. And uh, last last time you came on, you offered you talked about a cleanser. Um, and so for those who may not have been familiar with or may not have heard the show that you came on last time. Talk a little bit about that first before we go into today's topic, about why is it important for us to cleanse our bodies on a consistent basis? Well, it's very important to cleanse our body on a consistent basis because of the pollutants we inhale each day, um, the food we have on a daily basis. I was talking about what happens back in the 80s, we didn't have stuff like transit fat. Nowadays, we have a lot of transit fat, which is fake fat. So your body doesn't process it and break it down properly, and that becomes stored up. And I always use the analogy of driving a car. If you constantly drive a car, you eventually have to change the oil. So the more you change the oil and keep the oil clean, then just like your body. Once you clean your system out, that helps your digestive system. If you can digest your food properly, that means you can break it down. It won't be stored up. Um, and a lot of times as we don't clean our system up, we find a lot of bloating, a lot of stuff being stored up and gets backed up over time. So it's very important to clean your system out, to rejuvenate your body. And with the seven-day complete body cleanser by GNC, um, you do it every three to six months. And drinking plenty of water and there's an eating program along with that. Now, many people think that this cleanser is like a laxative. Can, can, can we dispel the myth? It's, it's not like a laxative. It's not like you're going to be on the... Help us out, Jerry, to explain what what happens when you take the seven-day cleanser. You're exactly right. What happens is 
the process is um, with the likes of forces you have a bowel movement. So that's not actually cleansing you. It's forcing you have a bowel movement. What this does is just like scrubbing brushes going through your body. It's breaking up the toxins, and you will be able to control your bowel movements. Um, I always joke with people, you don't have to walk around with diapers and everything on the seven-day clean. <laughs> so um, during that process, you're going to be a, a rejuvenating your body. You might urinate more frequently. You might use the bathroom more often, but you can control that. And along with this cleansing program, it's very important to actually stay on an eating program that's going to um, be detrimental to this program. Because if you go out there and continue to eat the bad foods and cleanse yourself, you're going to have a bad experience. So during that process, you definitely got to have the mindset, I need to change my um, eating habits as well as dealing with this cleansing. And I think there's a, there's, a, not, there's a lack of understanding, Jerry, that many people think, if I can just go in the gym and work out and, and, and do all these things, but I, if I, I don't have to change my diet and I don't have to change my eating pattern, I can just go in and lift and get on a treadmill and work out and, and I'll be fine uh, even if I eat the wrong thing. So kind of set the record straight with us, please, uh, how important is eating in addition to working out? Well, it's very important because what we need to do is eat to live, not live to eat. Um, what happens is once you go into that gym, and I tell people, a lot of people we focus on do not want to do a lot of cardio. Um, your heart is a muscle. And when you leave that gym, it's all about what are you going to do outside the gym to make your body form like you want it to. Um, if you go to the gym regularly and you see a lot of people say, well, this man right here, he seems like he's on a treadmill, seems like he's doing all the things he needs to do, but why is he continuing to gain weight? Because his choice of food, he goes right there and leaves to go to McDonald's. So, you know, it's a big difference from going to McDonald's compared to eating a protein shake. Now, after you work out, your body needs something to absorb as far as the protein so you can rebuild the muscle dealing with the amino acids. So if you take solid foods after you work out, it's going to take away from the absorption and goes to the digestive system. So when you eat, you got to understand that's 90% of the situation because a lot of times people are cleansing the system, changing the eating program, they'll lose weight alone. And the gym is a beneficiary as far as toning, as far as what you do once you release endorphins in your body as you open up blood flow while you're working out, you feel better, but you have to go along with their eating program because you cannot sit there and put the bad things that's going to restrict your arteries. So what what is an example of what would be considered a, a decent meal? Somebody right now is on a high-fat diet. Maybe they're eating at McDonald's all the time. Maybe they're eating Big Macs. Or, as, you know, we're not picking on McDonald's. Mm -hmm. You know, every fast food restaurant has some things that are high in fat content. What would you consider to be a good meal um, that would be healthy, but also, you know, because a lot of times people, you know, maybe it's the taste. Maybe, you know, when people are in a rush, they can't eat healthy. But what mm -hmm. can we do to eat healthy, even though we might have this active lifestyle? One of the things I have done, um, and, you know, people kind of focus on where you're at now. They don't see where you come from. You know, I had to go through those struggles so I can understand what people are saying. Um, and most people say, well, you fit. Well, the thing is, success is a daily process, you know, and if you're not focused on the daily process, that's the key. Now, you can't worry about yesterday and you can't focus on tomorrow. you got to focus on the perfect present. So what you do, for example, like breakfast. Breakfast is important because it breaks the fast from last night. That's the, pr the purpose of breakfast. So during a breakfast meal, you got to ask yourself, do I have time to fix food? Because we get in the rut, we say, well, I'm going to come up, get up in the morning and I'm going to fix my breakfast. But what happens? You 10 minutes, you want to snooze. You want to um, continue to sleep on me. I can do this five minutes. And then you're running out the door. One of the things I tell people as far as that, you can do a um, meal replacement shake. 
You can mix a, a protein shake with, with strawberries, which has a lot of antioxidants, blueberries, whatever you, it's going to taste good for you that you're going to actually do. Have it in the refrigerator. If you know you're not going to eat breakfast, that way you can have something to go um, as soon as you leave out that door, you have something to drink and you won't mix your breakfast. Instead of going to these fast food restaurants, eating a lot of carbs, a lot of bad things to start your day off wrong by getting you sluggish from day one. So the protein shake, and you're saying mix it in the blender, throw some fruit in there, mm -hmm. and this will hold you enough uh, as if it were a meal. Yes. Number one, it's easy to digest because the protein shakes have enzymes in it, so you don't have to worry about digesting. A lot of people in the morning feel groggy, and they have a slow digestive system in the morning. Um, I try to dispel the myth because a lot of people get it mixed up. Well, people say don't eat after 7. But if you don't eat from after 7, then in the morning you work, that's 12 hours not eating. So what happens? You wake up in the morning with headaches and everything else. Now, what you can do before you go to bed, you can take a protein shake because it's easy to digest. All you're doing is getting good calories. You wake up in the morning, then you can do the same thing with another protein shake. That's two meals that you would normally miss. Now, what that does, because the goal is to eat every three hours. Your body is like a furnace. You want to stroke that furnace. You eat every three hours, and you keep the equation, high protein, good carbs, which you're dealing with carbs like from the vegetables. Um, fiber is considered a good carb. You want to do the brown rice, yams. Those are good carbs. The bad carbs is like the simple carbs, which is sugars, which are high glycemic. They spike your insulin level up too high, which that does. That's why diabetes is so high. And understand that you cannot continue to do a lot of fruits all day long because they also have natural sugar, which would be bad for you as well in the long run. We're talking with Jerry Good, certified fitness trainer, store manager of GNC and Military Circle, and uh, he's going to be a regular on our show talking about the things that we need to know in our community because we're really, we're literally killing ourselves with, with bad eating choices. And then, you know, uh, we're getting all of these diseases, hypertension, high blood, diabetes, cancers, all these things simply because we're not taking care of our bodies by eating properly. So you're suggesting then that a protein shake in the morning and before we go to bed will be very helpful uh, even if we don't eat a meal. Now, is there any type of protein shake that you recommend People are listening. Well, what kind? You know, some people drink the Boost. Okay. Um, have you heard of Boost? Mm -hmm. Some people, are, you know, maybe Insure. Have you heard of those things? Mm -hmm. Are those things effective? Or are you talking about another type of protein shake that may be more beneficial? Yeah, when I talk about protein shakes, now the Boost have a lot of sugar. Now, sugar is, you know, they have low protein, high sugar. You don't want that. Also, with the Insure, a lot of sugar. You don't want that. That's raise your insulin level. Um, we have the Weibolic 60 from GNC. You know, it has 60 grams of protein, but you can break that down. It depends on your body weight. If you're under 200 pounds, you can do like 40 grams, two servings, two scoops, which is 40 grams. We also have the Lean Shake. The Lean Shake has 30 grams of good carbs, good complex carbs. It has protein in it, and it tastes good. Now, that is the key about as far as you're eating. You can do those because you want high protein. So that makes a huge difference in far as your eating process, high protein. So, so as long as you're getting protein consistently mm -hmm. throughout the day. And then you're eliminating a lot of the sweets and different things. You can lose weight, you can tone up quickly, mm -hmm. and, and you can get back on track exactly the way right. you want to be. Because a lot of people had a misconception where I don't want to get big overnight, you know, as far as gaining muscle mass. Well, I say if it was that easy, everybody would be walking around here fit and trim. 
So this is a process, and you got to your goal is to eat every three hours so you can stimulate that metabolism, feed the body, and then that way you can grow. And you can't do it one day, then the next day you don't do it. Well, Jerry, let me ask mm-hmm. you. And some people might be listening. They're saying three hours sounds a little tough. You know, mm-hmm. are you talking about a large meal every three hours, and then people work, so it's not like they can stop during their work schedule and eat a full meal like at 3 o'clock or like at 9 o'clock. So what kinds of things do you suggest people do when you're talking about eating every three hours if they cannot eat a full meal? What else can they do to get that whatever they need to get in for that particular time? Okay, now starting with the mindset, <clears throat> some people say, well, I don't have time to eat. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I ask a question. If your gas is running out, you have time to put gas in it because you know um, you have to fuel that, um, fuel that um, tank up. The same thing with your body, you had the same importance. Now, what you can do, um, I was saying on, on my website, you have the 17, lose up to 17 pounds in two weeks. It's an eating program because the goal is to pack your meals. Now, say, for example, Sunday. Some, most people are off on Sunday. So if you're off on Sunday, you can cook a whole bunch of chicken. You can cook a whole bunch of, you can use the spinach. You can use containers. Put them in different containers and actually fix them. So when you go to work, you got three containers. The goal is to not put yourself in a temptation and compromising position because if you don't have food and you got people in a, and I'm working with you saying, let's go to McDonald's, your taste buds going to take over because you're putting yourself in a temptation situation. So the goal is to prepare your meals, and that way when three hours come, you already have your meals right there to eat. And you're not talking about large meals. You're talking about smaller portions. Yeah, like correct? smaller portions. You can, like I said, like a salad with um, you can do a tuna, tuna fish packet, you know, the ones you open up. Right. And an apple, that's a meal. Okay. You know, those are little things you can do. Because some people might Mm -hmm. be thinking, I have to eat a large meal. No, you're not suggesting a large Mm -hmm. meal. You're suggesting smaller meals over the course of the day is more beneficial to your body Mm -hmm. than three larger meals that might be spread out over the day. That's what you're saying. Yes, because the smaller meals, you look at your stomach. If you keep smaller meals, that means your stomach stays stays where it's always burning calories. And that way it won't expand. When you do large meals, your stomach will expand according to the way you eat. So if you eat smaller portions, that way you can get your stomach to come down. And that way you can burn those calories too. And that way you can downsize your stomach as well. See, that's some good knowledge there. See, that's mm-hmm. my problem. That's some good knowledge. Because, <laughs> see, Pastor Johnson be a golden corral too much. See, that's his problem. <laughs> just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> that's his problem. But, Jay, we want to talk about vitamins very quick. Because you did, um, you've brought some things with you, and you say vitamins and supplements are also important mm-hmm. to maintaining good health. So, talk to us a little bit about vitamins and why they are so important. Now, one of the things I want to make clear with the vitamins is that you have to do your part as well. You know, a lot of people come to GNC and say, "Well, um, I have a problem. I have headaches. You know, what can I take?" Well, what I do is ask the question, well, are you eating Chinese food every day? Or are you drinking water? You know, these are the questions you need to ask because vitamins add on to what you're doing. They're not a supplement so you can continue to do what you want to do. Yeah, they're not a substitute. Yeah, substitute. So if, you, if you're eating fast food mm-hmm. all, all the time, vitamins are not going to help you as much as if it were you were eating healthy and then taking the vitamins. Exactly. Okay, so now now when you come, you always bring some things with you. Mm-hmm. So what did you bring today that you want to bless the listening audience with? One of the things I brought was the, um, the it's called the Amplified, the, it's called the Igniter, Muscle Igniter. And what it does is that you, it's um, a pill you can take, depends on your, if you're novice or intermediate or if you're advanced. But I always tell people to take the lower dosage so you can get it into your system. Now what the um, Muscle Igniter does is that right before you work out, 
it's saying that it's going to speed your metabolism up four times as fast. So that way you can burn calories at a faster rate. You know, so what that does also give you energy. You know, so if you can work out, it's saying that it will extend up to five minutes of cardio as far as you're doing cardio. So if you can extend that, that means you have energy to work out. You got to put yourself in the mindset because a lot of times you come from um, um, work and you tired and everything else. You take the um, muscle igniter that gives you that energy to want to work. So it burns more calories. It's going to give you the energy to lift more. And then for women, the same thing. It's burning more calories, and that gives you the energy to work out because a lot of people do aerobics. A lot of people do the, the classes. But if you take that beforehand, it does a lot of beneficial to you so you can get that extra burning calories to get that extra fat you're looking off to get. Now, listen again, people. It is not going to do the work for you. <laughs> this is going to help you to do the work. Because too many times on TV, Jerry, you see these commercials, man, all you got to do is work out three times a week for 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have so many people that buy into that notion, okay, all I got to do is, is five minutes a day mm-hmm. or 20 minutes a week. And, and that's impossible mm-hmm. in order to make real change. So this muscle igniter is going to help you to have more energy to work out and get a, a, get a better use of your time while you're in the gym. Yes, because um, like I said, it, it has caffeine, but good caffeine. It's a, caffeine is a natural stimulant. So what it does is actually speed. That's why you want to do a tolerance. Um, is you can take three at a time, but always start off slowly. You know, that's what people mess up, but they want to jump into the high dose. I can handle it. No, you start off once, and then that's just like alcohol. Some people might drink alcohol. They might drink 10 shots. You know, next person may need to drink one shot just to give you an analogy of that example. Everybody's you, not the same. Everybody's not the same. tolerance level is so not the same. You have to start off slowly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you, you have uh, some packages. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else in addition to, to the muscle igniter that you have today? We have the um, Jack 3. Jack 3 is also a pre-workout. But it'll say on the label, that's only for advanced. You know, so if you're just beginning to work out, you don't want to mess with Jack 3. Okay, so Three for those Jack, of you... Jack who do want to work out, you have been working out, you want something that's going to help to get more use out of the time that you're working out, Jerry's for the first 10 callers, right? Mm-hmm. First 10 callers. First 10 callers, 727-5711. For those who want to call in and get a free sample of the Muscle Igniter and the uh, more advanced. Mm-hmm. The more advanced. You got the Jack 3D. Also, we got the, um, you're going to have the vitamins as well. So you have a whole bag of goodies. So yeah, Jerry has a whole bag of goodies: vitamins, muscle igniter, protein bar, um, and then also Jerry, uh, you want people to come see you at the store, yes. at the GNC store. What times will you be at the store where you want people to come in? Okay, this Friday, um, the Military Circle Mall. Um, you can come in from twelve to one and um, six to seven. Those times I have designated, also giving you the free gifts, but also taking the time out to go over a program with you and explain to you some of the supplements we have that could be beneficial to you and your lifestyle. So 12 to 1 and 6 to 7 on Friday, Jerry has set time out of his schedule. He's a store manager. He's going he's to sit down with you, talk with you about what you're doing, devise a strategy, has some, has some samples of things he can give you in the store that can help you. But for the first 10 callers today, 727-5711, we have a bag of goodies, protein bar, uh, muscle igniter, um, all these things that can help you to get the most out of your workout. First 10 callers, 727-5711. Go ahead and call. When you do call in, leave your name and phone number. And uh, what Jerry would do is that he will get in contact with you uh, to help you to maximize the most out of your workout. 
So once again, 727-5711. First 10 callers gets this goodie bag, and it's, it's rather nice. I, I must tell you, uh, Pastor Johnson is going to get a goodie bag today. He didn't realize that or not. And uh, Pastor Johnson is um, excited about, I think he's excited about working oh, no, out. No, no. I'm, I'm excited. You know, I've been working out, but I'm one of those people, Pastor Swan, you know, I'll go in, work out, play a little basketball, but then I'll leave right from there and go for, go to Chick-fil-A, go to Wendy's, go to McDonald's. And so the two pounds I lose, I put five right back on. But now, Jerry, talk about that because you mentioned that before. If there's any time to eat bad, mm-hmm. it's right after you work out, right? Yeah, right after you work out. See, if you do it this way, you use the take a protein shake after you work out because that way you want liquid. You don't want anything to break up the liquid process processing in your system. Right. Then 30 to 45 minutes, then you eat. Now, you can eat a meal. Now, say, for example, um, Pastor Johnson wanted to take um, the Chick-fil-A. Now, Chick-fil-A has the protein from that right there, but also it has the simple sugars. Thing about the simple sugars, you can use those after you work out. Right, they go right into the bloodstream to be eaten up, and they can be used in a positive way. So th- this, mm-hmm. we're not advocating eating bad, mm-hmm. but if you do go to McDonald's after you work out because your body is in active mode, you'll be much more likely to burn those calories that mm-hmm. you eat after going to McDonald's mm-hmm. or after working out. Right, so it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know you do need to lay off chicken fillet, <laughs> man. So do I. I, I love. Jerry, you know, can I just vent in, in mm-hmm. French fries, man? <laughs> yeah. Jerry, Jerry, mm-hmm. I love French fries, man. I've been trying to stop. I'm sounding like an addict now. I've been trying to stop. I can't stop. I can't stop. Man. I need the Lord. I need deliverance. Are you telling me I got to cut French fries out, Jerry, completely in order to? Well, the thing with French fries, everything is in moderation. Now, if you do things in moderation, like a couple of fries, spread it out, then that's not. What, what's hurt a couple you. of fries? How you do? <laughs> How you define a couple? Help me out, Jerry, please. Well, let's say, for example, you get you are taking your say, for example, that particular time you say, I'm eating clean all day. You designated a meal. Say, for example, that particular day you say, Hey, I'm gonna hold out until my third meal. Well, I'm gonna eat a protein shake, and I'm gonna do me um, a small thing of fries. Okay. Okay. Now, so you ate it clean the whole day. So that particular one during the daytime is not going to hurt you because the morning you felt you worked out, and then on the next three hours you gonna eat another good meal. All right. So as long as I eat good, you're saying I could get a, I can get some fries. Now here and there, so we know. <laughs> um, <laughs> you heard it right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. Lord, man, I tell you, French fries, man. But you know what's a good thing also for everybody is um we have the triple strength fish oil. Fish oil helps with the good fat because, you know, you have good and bad cholesterol. Okay. A lot of times we have bad cholesterol, but if you start taking the fish oil, that helps with the good cholesterol, which keeps your arteries clean. Okay. And uh-uh. see, um, that deals with saturated fat when you deal with fries. Yeah, we had to talk about that, too, mm-hmm. at, at another time. Okay. But once again, for those who are listening, 727-5711, call in now because Jerry is giving a goodie bag, and it's got lots of stuff in it, compliments of GNC. We want to thank GNC for... Uh, allowing uh, Jerry to come and you giving these samples out to the people so that they would know. And also on Friday, tell them again, on Friday from 12 to 1. From 12 to 1 and 6 to 7, I'll be there um, so I can go over and give you the gifts, gift bags as well as if you haven't been the ones who wanted. Also, I can talk to you about um, getting you a game plan on as far as your individual needs. Absolutely. Now, in addition to working at GNC, you're also a certified 
fitness trainer, right? And so, you know, with that, uh, with that, you know, you not only do you help people about nutrition, but you also work people out because you're a certified fitness trainer, right? And so what we're hoping is as a result of these things that maybe people who are listening, you, you need a strategy that Jerry could be the one that can kind of walk you through a, a process of, of developing uh, things to use to work out. And you do people from all ages, is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so um, let, let's talk about real quick, uh, for those who might be elderly, who can't get to the gym, can't work out, may not be as active, what are some simple things that they can do? What kind of exercises can they do to, to remain fit, if, even though they may not be able to get to the gym? Well, one of the biggest things with um, the elderly is that the mindset, because a lot of times people say, well, I'm getting old, you know, that's just a part of life. Now, the first thing happens if, you, uh, if you're older and you break your leg or something happens, the doctor puts you on a rehabilitation. So you're lifting weights then. So right. why not go ahead and continue to lift weights now? Now, at home, you know, as an elder, you got soda cans. You can walk in place. You know, you can do things to lubricate your joint because if, you if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And that's the concept. So you can do stuff like basic push-ups. You can do stuff like the, the twists. You can do stuff like, like I said, walking in place, doing walking around your neighborhood to get yourself in that, that habit of actually making things happen. So that's one of the biggest things for the elderly is just get started where you're at. Um, and a lot of times if you're retired, you can have you and your buddy get together and just start walking. Okay. All right. So you've heard it. And Jerry's going to be on every two weeks. And so once again, got a goodie bag. And uh, got lots of things in it, protein bar, muscle igniter, uh, all kinds of tips and information. And, again, on this Friday, Military Circle Mall, mm-hmm. right, GNC Military mm-hmm. Circle Mall, you'll be, you'll be there this Friday, 12 to 1 mm-hmm. and 6 to 7, to work and talk to people individually about their fitness goals. And so, Jerry, once again, thank you so much for coming on. We still have a few slots left, so if uh, you want to be one of the 10 callers to receive the goodie bag that he has to offer, Call in now, 727-5711, 727-5711. We're going to take a quick break here, and we're going to come back and get into our topic of the day. We're hoping you're enjoying the show here on WHOV 88.1 FM. Listen, Eden is kingdom, and Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear you. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear you, let me hear you. Put your hands together like this. Come on. Here we go. When God made man, he made a spirit. It was his plan that we live blessed. The tempter came. We were distracted, the tempter came, and we fell. We were deemed to live a life that's beautiful, a life that's full, a life that's rich and beautiful. It is my goal to remind you of this principle. We'll redeem a newborn soul. We're back on WHOV 88.1 FM. 
That's what we want to do, right, Pastor Johnson? That's what we want to do. Live on top of the world. Yeah, that's what we want to do. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, we thank you for listening to the show. You missed a treat. We had Jerry Good, fitness trainer, certified fitness trainer, also the uh, store manager of GNC, the uh, nutrition store over in Military Circle, had uh, goodie bags to give away. And, and let me say this, Pastor Johnson, we can say this, right? Yeah. When, when we're giving away goodie bags, don't call us. <laughs> We can't help you. Lord have mercy. Call yeah. the station. 5711. I know black, we like to hook up. We like I to, know we like to hook up, yeah. man, but we can't do it like that. No. You got to call the station. But nevertheless, Jerry will be back in a couple of weeks, yeah. and uh, he'll have more things to give away. And, uh, again, uh, for those who may want to get in contact with him, if you want to set up some time or you can um, he'll work you out, set up an appointment, or if you want to um, – See him at the GNC, which is this Friday uh, from 12 to 1 or from 6 to 7. He'll be at the GNC in Military Circle. Be glad to answer any questions that you have. Put you on a plan, fitness plan, nutrition goal, give you some samples uh, of things you can use right away. But for those who do want to go beyond that, you want him to train you. I can tell you firsthand, he is excellent. Uh, his number is 412-9331. That's his personal number, 412 412- Nine three three one, and his website is bodybyjg.com. Bodybyjg.com. You can look at his website, or you can give him a call. If you happen to miss his segment, uh, this show is being recorded. You can uh, listen to it later on today at the website kevinswan.org. Uh, that again is kevinswan.org/backslash/media, and you can listen to all of uh, the tips that he gave today on healthy living, nutrition, vitamins, all that good stuff. And so um, go check out the site and listen to what he has to say. Good, good information. Uh, we are pleased to say that we have some very good news, Pastor Johnson, uh, as it pertains to the show. And I want to thank uh, Jay Lang, who is the station manager here, uh, because we know that because of the success of the show, um, that we have um, gotten lots of calls and positive feedback. People are listening to the show. And uh, what we have asked for, we have at least uh, tentatively agreed to, and that is an extension of time uh, on Tuesdays for our Pastor Study radio show. Yeah. And so right now we're looking at extending the broadcast from 60 minutes to 90 minutes, mm -hmm. and uh, we're very, very excited about that. And so the show will start airing not at 12, but we're looking uh, to do it at beginning at 11.30. 11.30. From 11.30 to 1 o'clock. Uh, the date of which the change will take place has not yet been set. Uh, but in addition to extending the time, Pastor, we're also going to do some things over the uh, Internet. With uh, We're going to put up a Facebook page of mm -hmm. the Pastor Study Show. Also, we're going to have a Twitter page mm -hmm. so that during the broadcast, if somebody can't get to the phone but maybe they want to tweet us a message or a comment, uh, they'll be able to tweet us, and uh, we'll actually be able to play that uh, or or share that that tweet on the air mm -hmm. so we're really trying to take the show to the next level and uh, i'm excited about it in addition uh, we're also trying to secure a financial expert so not only will we have jerry who will talk about fitness mm -hmm. uh, but then we're also going to have someone to talk about finances to give us some basic tips about how we can invest and spend our monies wisely so that we're not always broke at the end of the month somebody say Amen. amen. Let the church say amen. <laughs> amen. So we're, amen. We are listening to you. We want the best for you. Your body is right and your money is right. And then we're going to talk about family and, and things that affect our community as we normally do. Yeah. So we are very, very excited about what God is doing uh, 
with this show. So I do want to thank station manager again, Jay Lang, for giving us the opportunity, Kevin Moose Anderson, for redefining the show, taking it to the next level. And again, once we get the green light, we will let you know when we're going to start the show Stay at eleven thirty instead of at noon, going for ninety minutes every Tuesday. To God be the glory. Absolutely for the great things. For the great things done. that he is doing. Yeah. But Pastor Johnson, we want to jump into the show because we had a yeah. a hot topic last week. We want to pick up on it for the few minutes that we have left, and mm-hmm. we are opening up the phone lines, 727-5711. If you happen to miss last Tuesday's show, uh, we talked about the state of the African-American community as it pertains to relationships mm-hmm. and uh, the numbers and statistics that are taking place in our, in our community are startling as it relates to teen pregnancy. Uh, we have the highest rate mm-hmm. uh, us, along with Hispanic, Hispanics, mm-hmm. uh, have the highest teen pregnancy rate in the country. Uh, also, uh, the, the number of African-Americans that are married mm-hmm. has plummeted. Yes. Uh, the lowest that it's ever been. Yeah, since slavery. Since slavery. Yeah. Uh, in our country. Actually, in slavery, we were doing a little bit better. Than doing a little bit better, because the stat right that now. we said last, last week yeah. that blew my mind yeah. was that uh, African-American children in our country were more likely to live in a two-parent household during slavery mm-hmm. than they are today. Mm-hmm. That's devastating. Somebody's grandmother and grandfather would roll over in their grave right now. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and so not only that, but now we also know that cohabitation in the African-American community is on the rise and, and now accepted as marriage in, on many levels. That's a common practice. And then add to that that many more African-Americans are delaying getting married or not getting married at all. Mm-hmm. Or, and you can talk about this, there's now a mindset even among African-American women, that African-American women can have children and raise children yes. without the assistance of the father. The father, yes. And, uh, just, uh, and it's really, it's, it's heart-wrenching uh, and heartbreaking uh, that African-American women have, uh, have so gone to the place where they have chosen to actually say, and we're not talking about women in their 40s and 50s. We're talking about young women in their teens and 20s who have no plan uh, or have no desire at this point uh, to to seek out a life partner in terms of a relationship and the covenant of marriage and would choose uh, to bring children into this world uh, without involvement of the father or connecting with a, a man as a husband to marry. The question is, where did we turn? It, it was not always like it this. It wasn't like this. And, and it's, even in the 60s and early 70s, yeah. there were... Lots of two-parent households in the African-American community. Oh, yes. Now, the question is, and I want to raise the question to the sisters. You know, when we talked off-air, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the brothers said off-air that, you know, the sisters have lowered their standard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sisters now accept anybody. And and as a result, brothers don't have to work as hard. Don't have to work as hard and, and uh, really don't have to live up to the standard. Uh and because you, you're dealing with so many statistics, particularly within a college environment where it's 12 to 1, and so, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. We do have a call. We do want to get your comment. Again, we're short on time, but we do want to get your comment. 727-5711. We want to get as many people to call in as possible in the next 15 minutes. We do have a caller on the air. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. First and foremost, congrats go out to all of you for your wisdom uh, for 
extending this wonderful, wonderful ministry. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank um, you. I mean that in a heartfelt way. Uh, jumping in straight into the question, I think, um, is it Pastor Young or is it Pastor Johnson? Pastor Johnson is with us today. I'm, I'm okay, here today, Pastor, Pastor Johnson. Johnson. Uh-huh. I thought so. Um, the, there is a shortage, first and foremost, of good black men. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, quite frankly, I think there's always been a shortage. I think that kind of compounds the problem. I think women that are, and I want to be very, very tender when I say this, be out of loneliness, out of fear, out of whatever, sometimes women, not just black women, but mm-hmm. women, period, mm-hmm. lower their standards. That causes a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. When a brother knows he doesn't have to do much to have you, he isn't going to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you a question. You're, you're, yes. su- you're suggesting that women would intentionally be with someone who they know is not on their level, cannot necessarily do the things that they are hoping or praying that they will be able to do for them simply because they want to be in a relationship. Sadly, as a licensed counselor, yes. Mm. I talk to young girls all the time that, um, hey, they tell me, well, someone is better than no one. Sadly, yes. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Thank you for the call. We appreciate your Bye-bye. time. Pastor Johnson, where, where is it that um, people can learn to love themselves to the point that says, because I love myself enough, mm-hmm. I'm not going to involve myself with somebody who I know might be detrimental to my self-esteem, my yeah. self-worth, yeah. my self-confidence. Where have we gotten to the place now where people believe that they have to be in a relationship in order to be fulfilled? Well, see, it, it really comes back down to a place of identity, Pastor Swan, and you have to know who you are as an individual within yourself. And let me just encourage the sisters of today, uh, continue to lift the standard up and lift the standard up highly. Uh, walk and carry yourself in such a way where you are highly respected, highly valued, because it is not worth your time to engage yourself in a relationship with somebody who cannot even treat themselves good, more or less treat you good, and they don't even know who they are. And, of, of course, as pastors, we have to talk about having a consistent, conscious relationship with the Lord every day. For he is your keeper and he is your help. Now, I know people are saying, well, you don't have to live with me Monday through Friday. Well, our walk with God is Monday through Saturday. We just come to church on Sunday to celebrate. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. We, we have sisters lowering this standard. Yeah. But we got brothers on the down low. Yeah, I talked about it Sunday. I we, pre- we got brothers that, you know, quietly are doing things. It, it's... Violating sisters to the point where it's, they it's are crazy, transmitting man. diseases to them, knowingly doing so. It's it's, it's crazy. I we feel like Marvin Gaye. We, what's, what's going, going on? on? We do have another caller. Caller, are you there? Hey, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? Good, 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 good. Very good. I've been just following you guys for the last two weeks. I just have one comment to make. Um, pertaining to the subject you're talking about, black men. Besides the fact that they don't, we don't have good mentorship coming up. I'm a black man that had mentorship coming up. Um, and been married for 34 years, but played around. Thank God I'm still married. I have a good wife. Yeah. But I'm reading a book by John Piper called What God, What Jesus Demands from the World. And I'm in a place in this book where it talks about how the, the covenant of marriage, God uh, uh, reverences. And one of the comments the writer makes is 
when an individual has the strength to, one, resist fornication, and two, resist adultery, it's a sign of growth in Christ. So my case in point is, from my experience living both sides of the track, the only great guidance, the only good mentorship, and the only right way is to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and be obedient to the word of his father, who is him, but his father's word. Thank you, sir. I I appreciate the time. Thank you for the call. Thank you. He makes excellent points, yeah. and, and I think the, the question becomes, do we do people really believe that they can be in a relationship? Oh, you're coming now, preacher. Go ahead. Without sex. Can, ta- do talking. people really believe that before marriage, outside of marriage, in the culture that we live, the way men are Today. Valued, uh-huh. your valued, your masculinity is defined by how many people you have sex with? Uh-huh. Do, we really, do people really believe that they can be in a relationship? Can a man feel good about himself? and not be sexually active in a relationship. Well, the maturity would tend to speak toward the fact that if you can govern yourself and withhold yourself sexually from someone, then that gives you the opportunity and the benefit of time to find out who they really are. I I preach at CRCP all the time, Pastor Swan, that you need to dwell with somebody, as the scripture would say, according to knowledge, for a season of time. And if you've got four seasons in a year, summer, winter, spring, and fall, you at least need that amount of time before you even attempt to engage yourself with them on that level. So, you know, it speaks of maturity, being able to govern yourself and hold yourself. But we have a society that says to people differently, oh, that's not a reality. And, oh, that's not something that's very yeah, Let's not even talk about yeah. the world. Let's talk about you. Some people even look at you strangely in the church. Yeah, they do. If you're trying to be celibate. You're gonna be let's, let's be honest, man. Yeah. You got people, who, if they were to stand up and say, you know, I'm being abstinent, there'll be people in the church. And we ain't even talking about the world. Well, that would look at them and say, what is wrong, wrong with you? you? Uh-huh. And see, I want to just be one that celebrates those who choose the route of abstinence. Right. And celebrate them. And I want to, the brother said he was married 34 years. I want to commend him for getting it together, tightening it up, and walking the thing out because it can be done. It can be done. It can be it done. It can be done. Absolutely. We have another caller. Caller, are you there? Hello, pastors. I want to thank you so much for allowing this topic this morning or this afternoon. It's it's wonderful, and I'm really happy that you're discussing something that's enriching to our community. Um, One of the things that I wanted to talk about was I think that the breakdown is the lack of the grandparents. And I say that as I go out into the community and I go to events at functions, athletic functions, church programs, and I'm seeing a small group of grandparents that are truly at the age where you can sow seeds into grandchildren. When I say that, I'm speaking of 50- and 60-year-old grandparents. Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing now is just a number of grandparents who are in their 30s. Mm-hmm. My, my, and my. I think... And I have this discussion with my husband all the time. I think that's where the breakdown is. I look at over my life and my um, peers growing up and how important it was for us to sit down and come together with our grandparents and neighbors who were 50-plus who yeah. could just sow nuggets into our life. Wisdom. And I don't see that now. Okay. I'm looking at 31, 32-year-old grandparents, and I'm sorry, but that life, bro, there's not enough life there. There's not enough wisdom. We, we appreciate it. 
we're, we're almost out of time. Thank you for the call. We appreciate that's it. All I have to say, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And um, she to her point. She, she, she. I mean, that's that's it right there. And see, Pastor Swan, what we've got to do is we've got to go back to start teaching our seven, eight, nine, and ten, and eleven-year-olds the principal importance of abstinence and saving yourself and holding yourself until that covenant relationship comes along in the terms but of courtship. That's we got to do it. But here's the reality, Ray. We at the church, we tell them this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. But if I go home uh-huh. and I see my mother and a guy comes in whom I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You talking. Go and ahead. And it's time for me to go to bed and he stays. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden he moves in. Uh-huh. And now I'm looking at this guy like, who is this guy? Um, because maybe my father is or is not in the picture. That's Uncle So-and-so. Now, now the question becomes, what kind of image is that playing out in my mind when it's time for me to go out? It reinforces Because the... there is no commitment here, but the guy is here. Yeah. Or the girl is here, and yeah. there's no commitment. So if we're talking about it in the church, and then I go home and I see a completely different environment. Yeah. What's more likely to stick? What's more likely to stick is not so much what you hear from us on Sunday, exactly but, but right. what they see in what their homes see. on Monday through what Friday. What you see. So you telling me I'm hearing it on Sunday, but if it's not reinforced in the home, and if we see the statistics that say more people now cohabitating. Yes, sir. That means more kids are involved in situations where there's a living environment with a person who is not their parent, yep. and they're not married. Yeah. What else am I supposed to believe about how family is defined? Because I only hear that message of being abstinent once a week. Yeah. And see, parents, uh, we have to encourage parents uh, to become the first lifters and upholders of the standard. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you all are, we're using a nice term today, Pastor Swan, of cohabitating. But but you know what it is. But I preach downtown, so I just call it what it is, shacking. Right. If you're shacking, get out, move out. Establish your own place of residence because you've got to look at the model that you're creating in front of these children that are nine, eleven, six, seven, and eight years old. And so you've got to so you've got to come to a place where you are not so much concerned about yourself, but you're concerned about the next generation. That's what the caller was talking about. The fifties and sixties and seventies of yesteryear were concerned about upward mobility and progress of the generation that would come behind them. Absolutely. So they set a standard for how we are to live and operate. And so when you're 30, you're just kind of coming into who you are. But if you've been so sexually involved with so many different partners where it's so prolific, now the value system is eroded. And that's generational curse that yes, we're sir. talking about. Yeah. You know, many, many people want to equate it to spiritual. No, no. It's, it's what are our kids seeing on a daily basis? Yes. What kind of standard are the parents raising? Yes. Does the kid see a father and a mother, their own father and mother? Mm-hmm. And if not... Who is being introduced into this child's life? Yeah. Are there many people that are coming in and out of this child's life, or are you are you being more respectful of that because you understand that everybody, and, and we understand that there are a lot of single parents out here, you have to date and live a life, yeah. but that doesn't mean that every person you date, you introduce to your kids. See, you, you, you shouldn't be introducing anybody to your kids until you've entered into a courtship phase. Let me just say that as a standard right there. Until you get to a courtship phase where you're serious about this thing, don't involve your kids with all this stuff. Have grandma, auntie, somebody watch them while you are. It, it, it's on many somebody. layers that we are affected. We do want to hear from you. We're almost out of time. 727. Keep calling. 5711. Please call on that line. 727-5711. We do have another caller. Caller, are you there? Yes, how you doing? Good. How are you? Great. I just want to be brave. What kind of bothers me as a man when I hear all the 
men bashing about what the black man is not doing and what we ain't doing. I think that in order to have equal growth, we need to point out both issues between the sex and not just focusing on what the black man is not doing. Because I ran across personally a lot of lesbians that are undercover and just out there in public, but nothing like that is even talked about. It's always about what the black man is not doing. And I know one particular individual, she has five children by five different men. No one talks about that. It's always what the black man is not doing. We ain't doing this. We ain't doing that. I think we need to poke. We need to allow blame to go around both versus just one side. Yeah. Hey, black man got to be sleeping man. with somebody. Okay. Thank, right. thank you for the call, sure. sir. We appreciate it. <laughs> but, but let me say, we do spread it out. We say that women yes. have lowered their standard. standard. Yes. And when you lower your standard, you do end up in situations like the caller just mentioned. Yeah. Um, but let me also say this. If you want to be a man, Talk, you want to be head of household, Talk, then unto whom much is given, much is, much is expected uh -huh. or required. So uh -huh. if you want to be a leader, then lead. Well, my, my point is this. Pastor lead the right way. Uh, you know, so there should be a greater level of responsibility. A responsibility and they accountability. You know, men like to talk about headship. We're created first as the first expression in God's image. John Maxwell says everything rises and falls on leadership. On leadership. And so I take that and apply that to the home. For me, I say it this way. This may be offensive to some, but I say it's everything rises and falls on that man. He is the foundational corner piece in that household in relationship in regards to his family. As a matter of fact, Pastor Swan, the word family means father's house. I mean, so, you know, I, I'm always going to hold brothers to a, a high standard of accountability and walking this thing out. That's just where I'm at. And that's how it should be. Yeah. Now, we're not suggesting to the caller who just called that every problem is, a brother, is right. because of the men. Right. No. Obviously, there are some things that are happening on both sides. That I'm going to say 85% though. That are contributing. <laughs> that are contributing. I tell the women in my church, I said, if I work with your husband, your son, your nephew, your cousin, and he's straight, 90% of your problems is going to be worked out. But now, but now I'm not going to say 85 <laughs> Because I will say that sometimes sisters, when they're looking for somebody, yeah. they look for the wrong thing. They come, come on. And so now I'm, I'm looking at a man who uh, might have certain salary might have certain yeah. things yeah but that don't mean he's got god just the, see the and, and so you you have a whole nother dynamic we'll have to get it we gotta that. we gotta keep rolling with this we'll topic keep, we'll, we'll keep going with this we gotta uh, keep going with kevin this. anderson is in but once again we will let you know when the changes in the format of our show will take place but we yeah. thank god for jay lang for kevin moose anderson uh, for allowing us the opportunity to expand what we're doing here at whov and so once again on behalf of raymond johnson jerry good uh, this is Pastor Kevin Swan saying until next week, be blessed and be a blessing to someone else. Take care.